So hi everyone, it's Martin from Robson Nader again. Um, today I'm talking to Neil McGregor from Neil McGregor Property Services. Neil, give us um, a quick 30 seconds on yourself and your businesses, please. Hi Martin, good to see you. You're looking well, mate. Um, so we own a building, roofing and refurbishment company. Um, it is 95% um, private based uh, as opposed to business to business. We don't do a great deal with other businesses, it's mainly direct to the consumer. Um, anything from extensions, roof replacements, kitchens, bathrooms, uh, general maintenance. We have a gas a gas division uh, where we maintain boilers, CP12s, replace boilers, heating systems. So yeah, ju just uh, general internal and external works mainly. Okay. And um, you're doing a bit of property as well, I think? Yeah, yeah, we, we um, have got a property investment uh, company as well, which we are taking any profits from the building company to, to invest in them, uh, refinance and give, give it back to the building company. Okay. Um, and how, how were things going prior to COVID? Was everything going well? It it was good, yeah, yeah. Um, we we'd seen uh, quite a bit of growth. Um, we finished last year really strong. The last two quarters of last year were what were best were best two quarters to date. Um, typical first quarter, to be fair, we were pretty much breaking even. Uh, it always seems to take a while to, to to kind of gear up in the new year, and then for, once the first quarter's out of the way, we tend to make all our profit from from there on. But inquiries was up. Conversion rate was pretty much where we wanted it to be. Average job value was a little bit lower than I would have liked. We would have liked some 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 bigger jobs uh, confirmed. But to be honest, prior to this, the last three weeks, um, we we won more work than we did the whole of the first three months of this year. So it was looking like we we're starting to gear up pretty well. To be to be honest, and we also had quite a bit of work confirmed from one jobs last year as well. So the timing couldn't be worse than on, if you look at the seasonal aspect of your work, you've had, you are able to trade through the quiet period and then just as you are getting started. Pretty much, yeah. yeah, 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 it was a little bit unfortunate, you know, we kind of took our hits in the, in the first quarter and we were looking to really start um, attacking things from there, you know, but obviously this is, this is kind of sprung up and, not, there's not much we can do with it. I'm sure there's a load of other companies in exactly the same situation. Yeah. When, when did you first realise that you were going to have to down tools then? Because in the construction, there seemed to be a lot of confusion, didn't there, as to whether sites should stay open. I presume it was an easier decision for working in people's homes. It's not, it's not a site, is it? Well, it, it was, but I would say probably 70% of the work we currently have confirmed at the minute is, is in actual bond properties. Um, so... I think um, the announcement was gave up on the Sunday night, if I believe rightly, in terms of this lockdown. But it wasn't very clear in my eyes, to be fair. I watched it and I was like, well, does that mean we can still go to work or you know, we can't work from home? Does that mean it's essential that we, we, we go to work? Um, so it was, it, was a little bit, it was a little bit of a mixed message for me. It didn't really feel like it was you know one way or the other but i think morally it was it was the right thing to do a lot of the staff have got you know obviously kids elderly parents so on and so forth um so you know for the sake for the sake but i didn't really want to take any any risks and i thought 
it was the right thing to do to, to shut down. So we did. We just literally shut shop uh, across the board. Yeah, and and um, obviously your employees have all been sent home. I mean, how are they? How are they coping? How did the conversations with them go? Any any issues? Or was everything okay? Or? No, I, I think I think uh, pretty, like ninety percent of the staff were on PEYE. We did we did have some sort of regular subcontractors we were using. It was a little bit trickier for them because it's kind of okay. We we can't we can't furlough you. Um, but the staff on PEYE, you know, they were fine. I did seen it all over the news, and I think they were a little bit hesitant about whether they should go to work or, or not as well. You know, you, you obviously get so many mixed mixed reviews in, in the media and then obviously social media you know, make, makes it sound like the world's ending. So, yeah, it was, it was kind of a case. I think they, they, they knew it was coming and I think once once details were released of that furlough, it was, it, was, it was a nice olive branch to grab onto, to be fair. It's interesting you mentioned social media there in the in the, the part it plays. Everyone I've spoken to so far has basically said, keep off social media and don't believe anything you read on it. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose if you're trying to understand things like the furlough scheme, Facebook isn't where you get your data from, is it? You, you no. Uh, Facebook, advice. Yeah, Facebook, it's, it's hit and miss. You, you know, you can, it's, it's, it's obviously you're going to have mixed opinions on there all the time. And yes, it would be good to keep off Facebook, but at the same time, you know, it's a lot of family and friends are on Facebook. You, you're not seeing people at the moment. It's still good to keep in touch with them. And if, you, if you're still trying to do any sort of marketing at all, Facebook's probably the place you want to be at the minute because that's where, that's where everyone's at. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I sort of stop going on Facebook. Uh, as much as I, as I was last year after I started looking at the analytics on your phone and working out how much time you actually waste on so uh, it's scary. I've worked it out on a, I worked my own, I can't remember what mine was, but then I worked out a few other people's I know and it was we added them up and it was like, look, you're spending 80 days a year on, on Facebook. What's wrong with you? Come on. Um, it's, it's, it's such a time sap, Martin. It's, it's incredible. Drag draws you in. It's interesting you mentioned about things like advertising, though. I mean, do you get a lot of work through social media advertising? I know you've got a presence uh, on Facebook and Instagram, and do you get work from that? Uh, we, don't, we don't do a great deal of advertising on, on Facebook. I mean, for, for what we're geared up to do at the moment, 90% of our work comes from existing customers still. Um, so we, we do put a lot of social media presence online, but we use it more of a, more of a conversion tool than we do a, a marketing tool. So we, when, whenever we send quotes, we, we direct people to uh, our Instagram or our Facebook pages. So you can, it's, it's just a transparent way of seeing what we're doing at the time and so on and so forth. But at the same time, we've been, we've been gearing that up so that we can implement some Facebook advertising as well. Um, and and so Google advertising. We use it more as a brochure at the moment than just like a showcase of your work that makes sense pretty much, pretty much martin yeah yeah um that's that's pretty much how we've been using it for the last year good um so obviously you, you'd be aware that there's a lot of government schemes out there um you know business rates the furlough scheme business interruption loans self-employed there's a whole host of things um is there anything at the moment that you think is just badly lacking is, is there like a, is there a major hole anywhere in that you think, well, actually, it's a shame that hasn't happened, or you know. Um, I think the government's done a pretty good job up to now. To be fair, um, I think I feel sorry for for the guys who went self-employed in maybe January 
and, and don't, you know, that, that it's, a, it's a bit of a hole that certain people have fell down there. I mean, we, we were using a couple of subcontractors who, who, who only just really went self-employed and, you know, the, all they've got to fall back on now is, is the universal credits or, or, or they go and get a job elsewhere, you know, but they're, they're pretty limited to, to where they can work at the moment. But, yeah, I think there's, there's, there's certain people that's going to get hurt. Um, I think certainly, you know, self-employed lads who played the system a little bit and only declared up to the tax allowance are going to feel a little bit, but at the same time, what you know, it's it's not like the it's not like the government are going to, going to give them a pay rise. Um, so they have said that can't you? Yeah, if they've said they can live off that for the last four years, and then all of a sudden now they can't, it's kind of like well, kind of created a rod for your own back there. Um, but no, on a whole, I think I think they've done a pretty exceptional job. I think it's pretty crystal clear they needed to to avoid a, a full. Uh, economic um, catastrophe, to be honest, Martin, which still may come. So you mentioned before the meal that obviously your employees can't really work from home. You can't build someone's extension from home. What What are you doing to keep busy then? Because you're off the tools, presumably, all together now and working on the business? Yeah, yeah. So literally, when once we went into lockdown, the first thing I did was drafted up a default diary. Um, I wasn't going to waste uh, any sort of time I mean, it's, it's, you know, you tell me when you, I mean, realistically, it's, we're looking at a minimum of three months, I think, yeah, in terms of downtime. When else are you ever going to get three months to, uninterrupted to, to work on your business, your systems, marketing plan, recruitment plan? So, yeah, yeah, uh, we literally uh, just hit the ground running in terms of, um, you know, starting at the beginning, looking at systems we already had in place, or, you know, did, did the work going to be improved, um, bits and bobs we didn't quite get around to putting systems into, uh, business has grown since one system's been in place and it doesn't stress test against what's going on at the moment and stuff like that, you know, so so yeah, um, we've been working, well I've been working a lot on, on the system side of it and try to come out of this uh, much stronger business than we, than we went into it. Do you think this is going to change the way that people operate in business. So obviously you're a trade. Um, I would imagine if you're having an extension built or you're building an extension, you probably have a, a schedule of payments when they're due based on stages of completion, etc. But I know speaking to a lot of other trades, they, they, they basically now they're just sat and they're owed a lot of money because they just never really raised invoices and never chased money in. Um, and, and I've certainly spoken to a handful of people who are owed a lot more money in than they owe out. Yeah, no one's paying anyone at the moment. Do, do, do you yeah. think this is going to change the way people work, or going to people ask for more money up front? Do you think going forward in the trades, or I think anyone working in the trade should have a should have a payment structure, anyways. To be far, to be fair, you're leaving yourself wide open. I mean, the way we do it personally is we run we we run like a a, a fortnightly breakdown of costs. So at the point of when we start a job, we'll send we'll send the customer a spreadsheet with all the individual cost centers and what we've charged for that cost center then it's got a percentage next to it um, so at the end every two weeks we'll amend the percentage on each cost center if the customer agrees we, we get that payment every every two weeks so it shouldn't really have took something like this to have something like that in place but if you haven't then 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 certainly 
it would it's going to change the way people go about payment structures and stuff like that now i think the biggest thing that's going to change you know from a personal point of view is i think you know people are going to develop a certain amount of frugality now in terms of you know there's i'm i'm looking at the fixed costs and it's kind of like do we need that do we need that you know i've proved that we don't even need a premises we have a workflow management system in place um you know we were literally just or, or just paying rent for premises to, to house admin staff technically you know we're looking at that now and it's like that's a six grand saving a year there that that we that we could make and it's not really going to affect the business at all so i think a lot of people is going to go down their fixed costs and be like look we can we can operate without that we can bother a little bit on the price with that um, so I think that's probably going to be the one of the biggest changes about how people operate. A lot of people might decide to try and pivot. Um, again, from my sort of business, you know, it's going to be tricky to pivot in terms of, you know, some people might jump over to an e-commerce type style business, but ultimately we're a services company, so we physically need to be in people's houses to carry out works and stuff like that, you know, so... Yeah. Other than the sales side of it, you, you you could argue you could you could do some sales conferences on on Zoom or something like that. But again, it's I don't know how practical that would be for the way we currently operate. All right. Um, so, do you have any tips for others than me for this downtime? You've certainly seem to have a plan. You've diarised your new working day. Yeah. What 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 would you recommend for others? Um, just to take advantage of the downtime, you know, you, 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 I very much doubt you're doing any firefighting at the moment in terms of things going wrong in the business because ultimately there's probably no business going on. Just to prioritise the time and learn something new. It doesn't even have to be about business, to be fair. Stop playing the guitar for all that, okay? You know, it's, um, I would just make sure you come out of this a little bit better than you went into it, you know? I mean, obviously, we haven't mentioned it yet, but... Other than, other than business, it's an amazing opportunity to spend time with your family and stuff like that. I've got a three-year-old son, so I'm spending more time with him than I, than I ever have done. Um, so no, I mean, to be honest, if, if, if finance wasn't an issue, I, I wouldn't be living my life too differently to how it's been the past couple of weeks, you know? Get up early in the morning, do a bit of reading, have breakfast with family, do some work in the office, do a little bit of exercise in the house, a little bit of weight training, do some more work in the office, go for a run every other night and then spend all night with the family, getting, not getting any phone calls. Um, no, it's been great, to be honest. Um, I suppose the alternative yeah. is you would have spent a day in the office office, came home and then tried to squeeze all of that into a couple of hours at night. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Whilst dealing with 20-odd emails, 20-odd yeah. phone calls. Um, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Good. So you, so you think there's going to be some positives there? Eh? It's up to you how you look at it, Martin, to be fair, isn't it? You can look at it as a negative or a positive. Um, you know, it's obviously not an ideal situation, and I hope everyone gets out of it uh, intact, financially and physically. Um, you know, you can sit around feeling sorry for yourself, or, you know, you, you can crack on and try, and try and make something of it. Do you think there'll be opportunities once the lockdown's lifted, then, Neil, for those who do get through it? Yeah, hundred percent. It's certainly something I thought about. It's it, it's a bit it's a bit brutal, but a lot of your competitors might not get out the other side of this. You know, there's there's going to be seeing there's going to be more work to do on the market. I don't know because uh, you know it, 
the longer this goes on, the less likely there, there is of being a boom on the other side of it. Um, and for a lot of people, are, unemployment's just going to go up and up and up. Um, whereas if it only lasts for three months and a lot of companies survive and they manage to furlough all that stuff, the, the lockdown's lifted, everything goes on as normal. I think that's probably been a little bit too positive, if I'm honest. I can't imagine it being as good as that. But yeah, ultimately, there's, there's, there's going to be a lot of companies who lived who were living on the breadline as it was anyways, uh, living week to week, you know, this, this could be the straw that brought the camels back, to be, to be honest. Um, I mean, in the building industry, it's prolific. It's prolifically a low gross profit margin uh, industry anyways, to be fair. Um, and there was a lot of, there was a couple of big companies sort of went under before, before any of this, which is sad to see. But yeah, there's, there's always opportunity. Um, you know, you could take over someone's debt keep the business going and you can buy people out um, or if you're not even looking at it as entrepreneurial as that there's a good chance it's going to be more customers looking for good companies to to carry work out you know good well thanks very much neil i um, appreciate you giving up some of your time from your diary and uh, get away from your reading and your exercise i'm just about to go and do some squats uh, <laughs> Thanks very much, Neil. I really appreciate your time. Cheers. Cheers, Mom. Thanks, mate.